FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Scott Walker. Time right now, 819. You're listening to WGNS, your good neighbor station since 1947. And with us this morning from the Rutherford County Library System, Trey Gwynn. How are you today? I'm all right. How are you this morning? I am good. Nice weather out there. A little warm. Yeah, a little warm, but it's nice and sunny. It is. It is. Uh, I think the heat index tomorrow is going to be like 105 or something. <laughs> so even hotter tomorrow. Yes, it's going to be miserable. So at the library system, I, I guess starting out this morning, I, I know there's been some misconception that people think you have to have a library card just to participate in some of the different events that are carried on at the library at the different local branches and everything but that's not not always the case at all no no and and uh yeah we, so back in may a, a group of us at the library did a an outreach month uh where we where we spent a lot of time out in the community at places from Quinn's Mercantile here in downtown to uh, to Eagleville Grocery just all over the county, and um, one of the questions or some of the questions that we got most often had to do with like how accessible the library is, and and people thought that they needed a library card to even come to like computer classes or children's. Uh, story time and stuff like that and so um, we're working really hard to let people know that that they don't need a library card to do that stuff uh, or or if they have a library card and and fines uh, and and they have so many fines that they can't check out a book anymore that won't stop them from coming in and using our computers or 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 doing a story time or that kind of thing um because because we want the library to be free and open for as many people as possible now today of course the first day of summer but that summer reading program is something that started uh, i believe a couple of days back if not weeks back. uh yeah actually i think back in may or towards the end of may now is that one of those events where children can be a part of it and they don't have to have a library card or their parents don't have to absolutely uh we do not care where the books come from as long as they're reading that's that's the important part and you know you have programs that are geared towards both adults and children sure. throughout the year but the summer reading program is one of those things it helps to encourage children to continue reading when school's out all throughout the summer yes yeah, stu- studies show that uh the children benefit from being read to or reading themselves that's one of the best things that a parent can do for their child how important and i know the answer to this you know the answer to this but how important is being able to properly read and understand digest what you're reading how important is that for those who live here yeah i mean well so i think i think it's interesting that you kind of uh split that into two there's there's the importance of being able to read and then the importance of digesting what you can read right and um and so you know one of the things that we're running into a lot um with adults even is um uh, lack of reading comprehension skills and uh, critical thinking skills. Uh, one of the classes, one of the computer classes that we do pretty regularly for adults, is um, is how to how to spot fake news. 
um uh and uh and it goes back to exactly what you're talking about is is this idea of being able to comprehend and critically think about what you're reading along with knowing that cat spells cat you know you know what i mean yeah, and i i know there are situations where folks are are tired they're overly worked they're stressed there's depression going on and in those moments, it, you may literally not understand what you're reading or take it in and grasp it. But those are the, the, the rare cases out there. You know, those sure. things happen to all of us. But then there's the cases of you're literally reading something and you have no clue what it is talking about or even trying to figure out what they mean, what direction they're going. And, and there's so many different aspects of understanding what you're reading. Sure. And, and, uh, well, and, and each of us have different um, reading, uh, different styles of, of uh, genres that we, we prefer and that we can digest most easily. Uh, like, do not hand me a philosophy book if you want me to understand what it says. Uh, but I'll read a history book any day. Um, and completely have no problem understanding it. So, so some of it, some of it is just personal preference, right? But, um, but it is true that uh, that um, w- practice makes perfect when it comes to understanding things, which is why we try to get them started early with these summer reading programs. And I do want to point out, you know, we focused mostly right now on the idea of getting kids started early through summer reading program. But summer reading program. There's, there's adults can participate there are adult prizes um you know so it, it's a it's a full family event how often do you talk to people who come into the library for a, a variety of reasons but how often do you talk to people where they are not really understanding how to go about things like even locating the book they're trying to find because the the library system the library cards it's not the same as what it was 30 years ago it's true it's true you know uh it's been a while since i've worked circulation but when i did uh every once in a while you'd have someone come in and say where's where's the card catalog how do i find uh and and there as far as i know there hasn't been one in a while so um but yeah no uh that's uh you know that's again that's one of the things that we want to get people started early but of course we're happy to 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 teach adults that haven't that aren't familiar with the library about how the library works how we have things um laid out you know where the non-profit uh, non-profit sorry my brain's in a different place uh the non-fiction uh is versus the 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 fiction you know why we have those separated out um you know those are those are the kind of things that a lot of us learned when we were kids coming to the library, but not everybody has that same experience. You know, for those who are, let's say, 40 plus, I, I would think it's safe to say that most of them growing up in elementary school, they had a class that was dedicated to learning and understanding the library, understanding the, the Dewey Decimal System, sure. understanding how to find books that you're looking for in the library. But I think at some point things changed, and I, honestly, I don't even know if in school today they still teach understanding how to use the library. Yeah, I I can't really I can't really speak with any authority on that, but I, I do know that the the county and city schools still have libraries, and they still have school librarians uh, uh, because I, I work with some of them as part of my job. But I have no idea um, uh, what what time they're given with the students. Um, you know the over that same period of time that you're talking about and and uh, you know there has been a, a shift to 
STEM education over over other the stuff we would call like liberal arts stuff like like libraries and stuff um and so and so uh you know if if someone over the last 30 years has missed out on learning how to how to use the library we are always happy to to give them an opportunity to learn trey gwynn with us this morning from the rutherford county library system and and you know honestly it's easier to find books in the library today versus 30 40 years ago i I mean just the system is so much easier to to search for if it's a topic you're looking for if it's a specific book you're looking for it's it's a lot easier to find what you're looking for yeah yeah um it took a lot more work back in the card catalog days to uh cross-reference stuff whereas if you just type in uh, like the other day, I was I was at the library with my my toddler who is who loves anything to do with transportation, but specifically trains. And so I just went to um, I went to one of our youth services folks and was like, "Can you just look up books uh, that have trains in them?" And if you had the card catalog, you couldn't necessarily have done that, where you could just type in a keyword, right? And and so and so that is one of the benefits of the digital system. I, I think all kids have gone through a train stage <laughs> yeah. at some point. Yeah or another either airplanes trains or or both oh yeah (laughs) so again going on right now at the library the summer reading program and and i know there's a lot of other programs going on too but the bottom line is you don't have to be a card carrying member in order to participate in these programs no obviously we want to encourage everyone to have a library card because we think the benefits outweigh the the negatives um well there are no negatives i don't i don't know why i said it that way but um you know we we think the benefits of having one and your child having one um you know uh your family members having one uh are are huge but if you need to use uh one of our computers to to do um to to look for jobs uh or or like i said earlier uh bring your children to um a story time we're not checking cards at the at the door uh so so you know the 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 beauty of the library is that it's one of the few places left where you can just go and exist you don't you don't need to buy anything you don't need to even be engaging with what we have going on you can just just come on in have a seat read a magazine if you want and there are so many services available at the local library branches that a lot of people don't know about because Libraries didn't used to provide as much as they do today as they did back then. I I mean, for example, you can trace your family ancestry. Absolutely. You can do uh, genealogy reports. You you can also even rent mobile hotspots Mm -hmm. so that you have Internet on the go. I mean, there's other things you can do through the library that you didn't used to be able to do. Sure. Some of our branches, uh, two of our branches have 3D printers that, that patrons can use. Uh, one of our branches has um, a Glowforge, which is like a laser cutter that people can use. Um, and then that same branch, the, I'm talking about the Technology Engagement Center over on um, MLK and uh, Minerva, next to Hobgood Elementary. Uh, they have, um, they also have. I don't think they're available to the public yet, but if you're interested in this, you can keep an eye out. 
they have vinyl cutters that will be uh, available to the public too. Uh, a cricket and a, a big industrial sized vinyl cutter too. Cool. Uh, and and recording studios. Um, the 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 clip that you're going to play in a little while that um, it, it was recorded in the recording studio at the Tech. You can do podcasting. There. Absolutely. Yeah. There's just a whole lot more available today versus a few years ago, and and I'm sure we're going to see libraries change even more in years to come. And you probably have a heads up because you probably have been to conventions and whatnot with other libraries around the country knowing what they're doing and then figuring out ways to do some of those technologically advanced things here what types of things do you foresee on the horizon at local libraries yeah uh well okay so first of all let me say that um that's actually one of the things i really love about working in the library world uh because i i come from the museum world that's my background and the museum world uh because there's not very many museums and uh you know there's not one in every county literally you know like there are with libraries and um because it um because they're competing with each other there's not a lot of collaboration between museums in my experience uh whereas with libraries you know if if the next county over is doing something that you think is neat and innovative you can call them up and they'll they'll tell you all about it and and i love that so so going to like the public library association annual meeting and stuff like that is great because because there are all these people doing innovative things and they want you to do them too um so so one of the things that we're looking at is uh providing um providing tablets to uh very simple tablets to seniors that are isolated from their community and from family members so that they can uh connect with that the outside world and then giving them training so that they they um uh they can use those tablets and when i say simplified i mean like three apps you know and then and then every time we train them we can actually add a new app like like um and that kind of thing um stem stem kits where people can literally come to one of our libraries and uh borrow a a backpack or a bag that has a a stem activity in it Uh, in fact the technology engagement center is already doing that kind of thing Um, but i think we we can probably expand it over time again trey gwen with us this morning with the rutherford county library system and once more to be a part of the library to utilize the library to check out books check out internet hotspots, whatever it is you want to use, uh, you don't have to turn in a credit card whenever you fill out an application to get that library card. I mean, it's it's a pretty simple process. No, no. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we need to verify an address and uh, verify your identity, and that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. And, and, you know, part of our, part of our uh, mission is that we don't charge for anything um you know we, we have some fees like uh, uh the hotspot that you mentioned is like five dollar uh fee but that's just to pay for the service um and even if you were to get a hotspot for an entire month at five dollars per checkout that's still way less than you'd be paying for like comcast or something yeah uh so uh it's really just to cover our costs and if i'm not mistaken not too long ago you also added a driver's license kiosk to one of the libraries yeah it's it's in the it's in line ball just next door to WGNS, uh, and uh, yeah, it, it's great. Uh, you don't have, you can skip the line at the DMV. Um, it's a little. Uh, I've used it. 
it's a little hmm, what's the word i would use uh finicky <laughs> um uh you've got to stand just right for it to get the picture but other than that it's it's great yeah so you can actually avoid the line altogether yep. and i guess renew your license change your address those uh types? i i think i think as long as you're just renewing you can use it there are certain changes that you can't do on it where you actually have to go to the dmv but but as far as like renewing yeah. you can do that well that's that's a positive as long as we can stay out of that line <laughs> yeah, yeah that makes it great yes uh, again talking about the rutherford county library system and of course there are branches all over rutherford county in fact patterson bark is one of those locations where they have the myrtle glanton lord library then eagleville i mean you, you've got a lot of locations sure. yeah we, uh, we've got six total um uh wait am i counting that right so there's um because we've at we've added a we added one recently uh i guess about a year ago we opened uh, a small branch inside of the uh, rutherford county archives that's called the historic reading uh room or historic reading center and uh and that's where all of our genealogy stuff all of our physical genealogy stuff is uh all of our locations you can use digital genealogy resources like uh ancestry.com and and um heritage quest but uh, all of our physical stuff is at the is now at the archives i know at one point there were talks of having even more local libraries scattered throughout rutherford county having one in blackman having several in murfreesboro is that something that's actually going to happen in the near future have there been any more additions to those talks uh well i don't you know you're you're asking a question that's way above my pay grade uh uh i know that that kind of thing is always in in the talks in talks um and i think uh like two years ago now uh you and i had a similar conversation and i said you know if any of your listeners are a billionaire and and and, uh they want to uh help us make a new branch uh they should give us a call but uh but yeah no that kind of thing is always in in the talks um but i don't know that we have any firm plans right now again talking about the local library system and in just a minute we have uh, another part of this show we're going to learn even more about the library and different things taking place within the library but again as we close this segment out with trey uh, anything else you want to add that we may have missed uh well i i would feel i would feel remiss if i didn't at least mention that Every month we have uh, computer classes uh, available to the public uh, on a kind of a wide variety of, of topics, everything from basic computers uh, all the way up to um, uh, computer programming, beginners classes like Python programming. Um, and, uh, and the uh, July schedule should be coming out relatively soon so just uh if you're interested in that kind of thing keep an eye on our social media and on our website and that is really helpful especially if somebody is returning to the job market maybe they've had the same job for the last 20 years now they're looking for something Mm new sure that definitely is going to help as as far as providing that person with more skills to move forward in life sure absolutely in fact the um the the most common people that i have in classes like excel basics or or like computer basics are people who who did a job for years and years and years that didn't require computer knowledge uh but now that like they worked in 
construction or something, but now they're, they're a little bit older. They can't work as hard in construction. So they're moving into real estate or, or something. And now they need to know how to use Excel. And, and so, uh, I get someone like that almost every month. Good stuff. Again, Trey Gwynn with us with the Rutherford County Library System. Thank you for joining us this morning. I'm happy to be here. Time right now, 8.39, a check on the weather, local news, and national news coming your way in just a few minutes. Plus, we'll hear more from different branches of the library system in Rutherford County in just a few minutes. Again, time right now, 8.39. Stay with us. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Family Restaurants. Do you know somebody who's moved far away and is missing eating at Demas's? Well, Demas's Family Restaurants now offers many of our sauces and some of our food, such as pot roast and soup, to be shipped all across the nation. It's very simple. You just go to demasfamilykitchen.com and you can send an order to anybody as a gift all across this nation. You can send an order to anybody. Go to demasfamilykitchen.com. Come by our store, Music World and Drummer's Den. We're a full-line music instrument store with well over 5,000 square feet packed with great instruments in every category. In guitars, we're your local dealer for the two top acoustic guitar brands in the world, Martin and Taylor. We've got the best selection and prices anywhere in the state of Tennessee on these. This is Dave Kivanemi at Music World and Drummer's Den in Murfreesboro, 2762 South Church Street, across from Indian Hills Golf Course. Good morning. The police still on the scene of this wreck out here on 24 Eastbound in Sam Ridley. It's got traffic tied up. Uh, people are rubbernecking more than anything. Again, that's 24 Eastbound at Sam Ridley Parkway as THP tries to clear up that accident. One vehicle flipped uh, in that crash, involved in that crash there on 24 Eastbound. Hey, Gatlinburg Wine Cellar, home of the world famous cotton candy wine. Log on today, GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. When the unexpected happens, fire, water, or storm damage, Fair Construction can help. Fair Construction is also there to help when a car slams through the wall, and that seems to happen more often these days. I'm Ron Hall. Let our family at Fair Construction help you. Call Fair Construction, and we'll board up, put down tarps, secure your home or business until the insurance coverage is approved. I'm Ron Hall. Shop local. Let our family business help you. Fair Construction Company. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. That time right now, 841. You're listening to WGNS and some of the news you'll find on our website this morning. Tennessee ranks as the fifth, having the fifth largest number of veteran-owned businesses out of all states across the country. And this brand new report, it did confirm Volunteer State was at number five on that list for having the most veteran-owned businesses in the country. Nationwide, the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs reports there are about 19 million veterans total living in America. And again, the uh, number five state for having the most veteran-owned businesses, Tennessee, and that's producing an annual revenue of about $5 billion or more in Tennessee. The number one state with the most veteran-owned businesses was New Hampshire. Number two on the list was Virginia, the number three, uh, uh, Georgia, number four, Alaska, the number five, Tennessee, for having the most veteran-owned shares of businesses in their state. News time right now, 842 
We do have an update on that fatal accident that occurred back in May. A Murfreesboro man now faces multiple charges, including vehicular homicide and the fatal head-on collision that occurred May 23rd on Las Casas Pike, where an 11-year-old died in the wreck. 42-year-old Eduardo Teya was arrested on Monday afternoon at a home on Mason Court. The man is charged with vehicular homicide, three counts of vehicular assault, felony reckless endangerment, driving under the influence, or DUI, driving without a license, and driving with an open container. A toxicology report revealed that Taya was over the legal limit when the 1993 Toyota Camry he was driving veered into the oncoming lane of traffic on Las Casas Pike on May 23rd, crashing head-on into a red 2021 Toyota Corolla. An 11-year-old male and two adults and a 9-year-old male were injured in that accident. An 11-year-old died in the wreck. A passenger in the car that was with the suspect in the case was also injured. We have more details of that story on our website at WGNSRadio.com. In other stories, the man who drowned on J. Percy Priest Lake this past Sunday, Father's Day, has been identified as 62-year-old Billy Stanford Caps of Rockville. The accident occurred near the Stewart Creek boat ramp, according to a Rutherford County Sheriff's Sergeant. Cap's wife Lisa said that he fell out of the back of the boat. Sergeant Nick Coble said she had attempted to throw him a life jacket, but he was unable to get it. Again, that according to Sergeant Nick Coble with the Sheriff's Office. Rutherford County Fire Rescue and Metro Nashville's dive team used sonar to locate Cap's body and recover his body on Sunday afternoon. Again, Sunday afternoon is when they actually recovered him. It was close to around 4.30 or so when they did pull him up from the water at Percy Priest Lake in the Smyrna area. Read more news stories on our website at WGNSRadio.com. Well, in the area of weather, looks like today going to be another hot day. The high today around 98 degrees. Tomorrow, it's going to be even warmer. Tomorrow, a high right at 100. Heat index values as high as 105 in some parts of the county. Other parts will see heat index of 104. Won't feel much different from 105. But tomorrow, even hotter than today's going to be. Today, the high will be 98. Tonight, though, clear skies. Low down to 69 this evening. Calm winds expected tonight, but again, low down to 69 degrees this evening. On Wednesday night, there is a slight chance of thunderstorms. Wednesday night, low down to 73 degrees and a 20% chance of rain Wednesday night. Stay with us. We have more news and updates from the Rutherford County Library System coming up. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. CapstarBank.com. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. 
Hello from the Rutherford County Library System. This is Amanda bringing you library news and events from our five branches around the county and what's going on at your library system. With recent announcements from the CDC and a nationwide relaxing of mask mandates and guidelines, patrons are no longer required to wear masks at library branches. Individuals with immune disorders and other at-risk conditions are strongly encouraged to use their best judgment when visiting the library. While RCLS will continue to offer many online classes and programs, we are seeing the return of in-person and live events. Please check our calendar at rclstn.org and social media for a full list of virtual and in-person programming and events. Curbside service is still available Monday through Saturday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at select branches. The American Library Association has announced that more than 25 major organizations, including a host of publishers and author and bookseller groups, have joined in its Unite Against Book Bans campaign, an effort to help communities defend the freedom to read. The ALA launched the campaign in April to raise awareness about the surge in book bans and other legislation targeting the work of schools and libraries, with support from the Steve and Lori Potash Family Foundation and the William and Flora Hewlett Foundation. Among the groups joining the United Against Book Bans Coalition are Baker and Taylor, the Comic Book Legal Defense Fund, Overdrive, Penguin Random House, and Simon and & Schuster Publishing. In a statement, American Federation of Teachers President Randy Weingarten also stressed the importance of fighting book bans, stating that book bans are about limiting kids' freedom to read and teachers' freedom to teach. For more information about United Against Book Bans, visit unitedagainstbookbans.org. Please remember, all branches of the Rutherford County Library System will be closed on Monday, July 4th in observance of Independence Day. Now let's hear from Limeball Youth Services. Arr, mateys! This be Captain Katie Turner. Aye, and this be First Mate Emily Garrett. This year's Oceans of Possibility Summer Reading Program is in full swing. It definitely feels like summer outside. If you need a break from the summer heat, join us at Limeball Public Library for a variety of fun educational programs for all ages. Story times are being offered twice a week through July 7th for those families with busy summer schedules. Join us on Wednesdays at 4 p.m. or Thursdays at 10 a.m. Katie, what else is on our summer reading schedule? Our incredible performers will be with us in person every Tuesday at 10 a.m. I'm especially excited for Mr. Bond and the Science Guys on July 5th. What about you, Emily? My personal favorite is the Runaway Puppet Theater. They'll be here June 28th. What else is happening at Limbaugh? On Wednesdays at 10 a.m., we'll do a deep dive into various STEM topics. STEM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, and Mathematics. We'll take a closer look at conservation, buoyancy, and marine life with the help of some special guests. Don't miss the Tennessee Philharmonic Orchestra's performance on Wednesday, July 6th, where they'll talk about sound waves and vibration and play patriotic songs in celebration of Independence Day. Another new program this year is our Read Aloud Book Club, which meets Thursday afternoons at 4 p.m. to discuss the book Turn the Tide, this club is intended for our older elementary and middle school readers. Each Friday at 10 a.m., we'll show a G or PG rated movie in the children's program space at Limeball. Kids can grab a lunch during the movie too, since Limeball Library is a summer feeding site again this year. Children ages 0 to 18 may receive free lunch Monday through Friday, 
10.30 to 11.30 a.m. now through July 22nd. And don't forget everyone's favorite summer prize wheel, the Dewey Win Wheel. Every Monday, spin the wheel, check out a nonfiction book from the section you land on, and get a prize from one of our community partners. Our tween and teen programming will be every Saturday at 2 p.m. Join Elizabeth for fun crafts, an escape room, and an interactive movie. Some of these events require advanced registration, so please check our calendar for more details. Don't miss Linebaugh's grand finale with Dandy DJ on Tuesday, July 12th from 10 a.m. to noon. We'll have music, games, crafts, and raffle prizes. If you've completed the summer reading program, you can pick up your prizes at your local branch now through July 22nd. Check out the Linebaugh Youth Services page on our website to view our summer reading calendar, register for special events, and to learn more about our upcoming programs. For more information about any of Linebaugh Library's programs, please call 615-893-4131, extension 114, or visit us online at rclstn.org or on our Library System's Facebook page. We hope to see you soon at Linebaugh! Heading to the beach this summer? Take your favorite books on your phone or tablet with two great apps that you can use for free with your library card. Download the Libby and Hoopla apps to get a huge selection of ebooks, e-audio, music, magazines, and even movies and TV shows. There's never been an easier way to travel with books at your disposal to enjoy all along the way. Hello, my name is Antoinette Van Zelm, and I would like to invite you to become a member of the Friends of Linebaugh Library. The Friends supports our local libraries by sponsoring programming, helping with the purchase of equipment and technology, and recognizing the staff for a job well done. To join Friends, email us at follintheborough at gmail.com, or simply come by Linebaugh, Myrtle Glanton Lord Library at Patterson Park, or the Technology Engagement Center to get a membership brochure. We look forward to your support. Thank you. This is Carol Gaddis, Branch Manager at Lineball Public Library. As our summer reading program enters the home stretch and we hit the long, lazy days of summer, there are still lots of things happening inside the cool walls of Lineball Library. The Rutherford County Master Gardener Series continues on Saturday, July 2nd at 9 a.m. with a talk entitled, What's Wrong With My Plant? For any of us who struggle with plants succumbing to environmental, insect, and disease issues, this is the session we need, as the Master Gardeners tell us all we need to know to have a healthy garden. It's free and open to the public in the second floor conference room at the library. Tuesday, July 12th, from 10 a.m. until noon, local author Peggy O'Neill Pedden will be signing and selling copies of her book, Your Killing Heart, a mystery set in our own Nashville, Tennessee. Come by, talk to the author, and purchase your copy for her to sign. Rutherford County is full of award-winning and upcoming authors, and there's no better place to work on your craft than the Murfreesboro Writers Group that meets every Wednesday evening at 6 in the second floor conference room. If you're not ready to write the next great novel, but love reading and talking about books, then consider joining one of our book groups that meets each month at the library. Our current groups include the Afternoon Book Club that meets on the first Thursday at 1 p.m., the Lit Wits Book Club, 
that meets on the third Thursday at 6.30 p.m., the Tuesday Morning Book Group that meets on the fourth Tuesday at 10 a.m., or the Comics and Graphic Novels Group that meets on the fourth Thursday at 6.30 p.m. All these groups are free to join at any time. You can find a complete listing of what they're reading for the year on our website under the Find Books tab. To check out these groups and other events at Lineball this month, visit our website at rclstn.org. Hey. Hello. Talking to you. I bet you think that if you don't have a library card, you can't come to library events. I bet you also think that if you owe fines, you shouldn't darken the door of our libraries. And you know what I have to say to that? Wrong! You don't need to be fine-free or have a card to enjoy any of our library's events, and we can give you a card when you get here if you want one. Many of our services are also free. It's your library, in your community, in your county, and the vast majority of what we do is free and open to the public. And you're the public. So please, come in and check us out. Hi there, it's Kathleen from the Technology Engagement Center. We are located at 306 Minerva Drive in Murfreesboro, right next to Hobgood Elementary School. The Tech's Afternoon Storytime has been a hit. Visit us on Mondays at 4 o'clock. We read stories and make crafts that teach about nature, art, technology, science, space, travel, and everything that's hiding beneath the ocean. While you're here, be sure to check out the latest pop-up storytime walk, The Book Hog by Greg Pizzoli. We change out our storybook walk every other week so it's always fresh and fun. Let us know what you think. Email us or post a photo to social media with hashtag TechStoryBookWalk. Is this something we should continue past the summer break? If you need a place to cool off after the story, come on inside and play. Our kids space has toys, Legos, board games, video games, even a video arcade. We have a new coding computer too. There's no reason to be bored with the public library in your community. Science on the Patio has been a big hit this summer. Every week there are more attendees. With the heat, we have moved it inside, so don't worry about overheating, though there is less space. Come by early to join the fun. The tech staff have some cool activities that go along with the summer reading theme, Oceans of Possibilities. Check the website for details. All ages are welcome and all materials are provided. As always, these library events are free and open to the public. There's a new summer program for kids in July. GSK Science in the Summer is a free summer science program for rising second to sixth graders that aims to inspire the next generation of scientists by inviting children to experience real science careers by practicing science skills and using real science tools, all while having fun. This summer's Be a Biologist was developed by GSK and the Franklin Institute. The Discovery Center and the Technology Engagement Center are working together to offer two hours of hands-on science fun. Your child is invited to play the role of biologist to explore what it might be like to be a fisheries or wildlife biologist by solving real-world problems. These events will be held at the Technology Engagement Center on July 20th and on July 25th. These two programs will be exactly the same, so sign up for one or the other. You can register via email infotech at rclstn.org. 
or call for more information. library system comprises six branches and a bookmobile throughout Rutherford County, including Murfreesboro, Smyrna, Eagleville, Patterson Park, the Technology Engagement Center, and the newly opened Historical Research Center. Remember, all RCLS events are free and open to the public unless otherwise stated. For a list of all the events you heard here today and for more information, please call 615-893-4131 or visit rclstn.org. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Lots of sunshine in the hot side for this afternoon with high temperatures into the upper 90s. And for tonight, mostly clear skies, a low of 69. I'm meteorologist Michael Carroll, News Radio WGNS. Right now it's 64.